What is up, ladies and gents? Welcome to the Tour 12 podcast. Myself, along with Cody, the producer man, is back in the house today. Welcome back, Cody. Hey, Heath. What's going on, bud? Skipped out on me last week. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) the circumstances needed. Should we really talk about what the real circumstance was? Uh, Well, maybe we should because we need to do a leadership podcast about it. Is it being overcommitted? Is that the topic, or that maybe planning? I mean, <laughs> it could be several. <laughs> Needless to say, we got a lot going on right now, and squeezing podcast in weekly can be challenging when you're um, overbooked. Maybe is a good good word. I don't, I don't know if overbooks. It's just I don't feel lot. like it's overbooked. There's it's, just a lot going on. Yeah, a lot of deadlines, a lot of shows going out right yeah. now multiple projects going on mm-hmm. it's fun though it is always a lot of fun we're missing our man Matteo honey bun nugget he's been gone for about three weeks <laughs> he has so he's was, on his third week right now yeah he was in texas came home for a night yep we had to come home early so he got to spend a whole day in little a whole day yeah and then he flew out he's in canada on his second week now yeah he's in two weeks in canada and he's had very little service, so I, I've talked to him just a little bit in transition. Oh the other yeah, day. He, he and I texted once or twice when yep. he was flying. He's, a, he's having a ball though. <laughs> oh, he's that's out awesome. there going remote and camping and having a ball, and we're back here holding the four down. Yeah, I'm anxious to hear about the trip, like what they ate. And I'm all starting that stuff. to feel like I'm on the wrong end of this business. <laughs> That joker's been to Argentina, Canada for two weeks. He goes all over the country. Yeah, just having fun, hunting, yep. filming. Eating good food. Eating good food. Everybody picking up the tab everywhere he goes. <laughs> it must be nice. Uh, <laughs> there you go. boy, Mateo. So that has nothing to do with the podcast today. I don't even know why we started talking about that. It's introduction, man. Introduction. Introduction. That's what's going on in our world. Anyway, we're going to dive off into some more leadership material today. And this was actually Cody's idea. What was what was this? What brought this topic on, Cody? Um, you know what? I don't really know. I texted you early this morning. You said what what ideas you got, and I started running, and that just came up. I usually have a lot of ideas. Yeah, I I just didn't. I don't know. I thought it'd be good to hear from you what you thought. So yeah. you brought up the idea of this topic on leadership, and it's the topic of how to lead when you're not the leader. And I think it's a great, great topic of discussion because so many, there's way more people that fall into that category. Oh, yeah. Than there are fall into the category of the leader of of an organization or whatever the case is. So any thoughts along with what brought that topic on? I mean. Well, I think having a large family, got a lot of kids and um, I used to be the pastor of a church and now I'm not. And uh, talk to people about it all the time. Just I, I see that that topic in every day of my life, whether it's with my children or uh, volunteering at the church that we attend at now, or just everything. I see it in every every area of my life. My son playing basketball. He's not the star, you know, right. so he's not playing all the minutes. But I see him putting in the time and doing other things that actually lead his team to be successful or right. do better. You know, so I, th- I, th- I just see it in every area of our life. Yeah, I see it too. I mean, as far as, especially in, in the business world, which is where a lot of this is geared toward. I mean, obviously it applies to all aspects of life, but um, we work with a lot of people who are not specifically the leader. Mm-hmm. But 
And I think I think I think sometimes people get frustrated in that role sometimes too. In the leader or no, as far as not being the leader and feeling like they don't have say or mm-hmm. or nobody listened to them or I've had people call and say I don't have credibility here. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to this person about this or that yeah. or whatever? And it happens fairly regularly. And so I think this is a great um, topic of discussion because. To a certain extent, I think we've even mentioned this on previous podcasts. Like, I feel like within our role at South Face Media, we have a lot of um, credibility and leadership um, opportunities as well as influence with a lot of companies that we are not the leaders of. Right. And so at least we have some kind of a platform, I feel like, to speak to it on. Um, and so we're going to dive off into it. And to me, I've, I've actually taken this from some other notes that I've taken in the past, but just because it's there's no use in reinventing the wheel this is this is kind of how i look at it um there's three things that kind of jump out to me and and you may have some things that go right along with this but uh, when it comes to leading in an organization that you're not the leader of we're we're basically talking about how to gain more influence i mean we always talk about leadership is influence we know that from previous podcasts but we're basically talking about how do we get that and and how do we achieve um people respecting what we say or what we have to offer or whatever. So I've got three things jotted down here and I'm going to briefly hit them and then we'll talk about them. But I've got how, uh, number one, how motives matter. Mm -hmm. I've got how initiative matters, taking initiative. And then I've got how trust matters or or truth matters really. Um, And so we'll start with motives. Um, I think if you're leading up the motive of why you're trying to, lead up has to matter right like it has to be um it can't be just so you're making yourself try to look better or you're trying to be the hero yeah or you're trying to make someone else look stupid right it can't be that or people's gonna see right through you yeah there's a huge difference in um, somebody who is is trying to 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 do what they're doing so that they gain everything and somebody who is doing it to make everybody else get better. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. The motive has to matter. And and I think you're the only motivation to lead up should be to push the mission forward, whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever organization, if it's in your family, if it's in business, if it's at a church or whatever, um, the motive of why you're wanting to lead up has to be right. And you're wanting to help your organization win mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's, that's what it's all about. And so, um, Motives have to matter. Um, let's talk about initiative. Um, you want to gain trust and influence. Um, one way you can do that is by lightening your leader's load. Yeah. Um, we We're, we see this all the time. Yeah, with, I was just thinking about our both of our boys, my oldest son Jaden and and Gavin. We've talked about this many times. They both want to to do well. They want to see their team succeed. Yeah. But one of the things that they both do is they put in extra time. To help, you know, Jaden just came off of a team camp, a basketball team camp, and he said, Dad, I want to get there early. Yeah. And what was his purpose of getting there early? He wanted to help get everything set up. Yeah. He might have wanted to get away from his little brothers a little bit. I don't <laughs> could know. Be, could it, be part of it. Part of it. But I see that initiative in him. You know, you tell me about the same thing with Gavin all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not just about um, doing the stuff to play more or whatever. It's about making the team better, you know. Yeah. And that initiative matters to the to the Oh, it does definitely. Like when you talk about getting there early, Gavin, that's one of his pet peeves is he does not want to be late anywhere um, at all. Like we were at a, the last football camp we were at, 
he was there 45 minutes early. I'm like, bro, it's a little excessive. <laughs> <laughs> We're already driving a couple of hours to get there, but he did not want to, he didn't want to be late. You know, he wanted to be there early and be one of the first ones. And he's done that in, in baseball as well. <clears throat> and a lot of times it's just to what I just referenced, lightening his leader's load, Yeah, whether it's a coach or whatever. I think, I think part of it, I, I've, as a, as a young person, you obviously are going to question their motive a little bit. Well, why are they doing what they're doing? Is, mm-hmm. is it because they want more playing time mm-hmm. or want to be seen? I don't know. But sometimes um, it's just so they can actually lighten the leader's load. Yeah. So when I look at that from a business perspective even, and I'm trying to lead up and gain influence with my leadership, whoever it is, if they see that I'm lightening their leader's load – uh, or lightening my load or whatever, then it's automatically going to start gaining respect mm-hmm. from that leader, which in time, it's not going to happen overnight, but yeah. in time, you begin to get some of that influence that yeah. you're looking for. I've always told people that leadership is not about a position. Obviously, position does give you the right to make some decisions and do some things that other people can't do, but true leadership is about... Um, doing what you do and always doing the right thing, you know? So, um, if you want to, to gain credibility, if you want to, to, you know, be a better leader, wherever you're at in your organization, you've got to, um, take initiative and do the right thing, you know, always do your best at what you're doing and, and it helps. Yeah. Something that goes along with that as well is, is, um, I think some of the best leaders when you're talking about leading up, are people that don't have to be told what to do mm-hmm. on every single thing. Mm-hmm. Like obviously we all have our to do's and our projects we got to get done. And a lot of times in business we're racing timelines or deadlines, but um, I, mean, I see this with you guys all the time. You guys you just do whatever's got to be done. Whether I say it or not, there's certain things right. you, you know have to be done. And that is another way that you begin to gain that credibility and influence with your leaders is, is, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Like you're not waiting on them. Like there's some things obviously you got to ask about if it's some business altering decision, right. <laughs> it's going to change right. the course and direction of your business. Right. But, but for the most part, whenever you can, it goes along with along a system with lightening your leader's load is you will begin to gain respect and gain influence. And mm-hmm. I mean, we do that in our business all the time in media and marketing. We're looking for ways with our clients to, lighten their load yeah. to, to come up with things and ideas and solutions and solving problems that maybe they, they haven't even thought about yet. Right. And whenever you start doing that and then they begin to see the results from the input that you're bringing to the table, it's amazing how in time the influence begins to shift, mm-hmm. even though you don't have a title within that organization, yeah. which we have zero other mm-hmm. than marketing and creative. You yeah. know, that's, I mean, I guess if that's a title, we have something in that would be considered that, but at the end of the day, a lot of the things that I know for me personally, and you as well, a lot of the things that we deal with and talk about with clients has nothing to do with a title right. or what our, I mean, we're here for marketing and creative yeah. services. And yeah. I've, I've mentioned this before, half of my time is spent talking about life a lot of times yeah. and I'm not their pastor. <laughs> I'm not their counselor, Yeah, but in a way I am because, and you are too, in a lot of situations, just because we've gained trust, we've gained credibility mm-hmm. and we've gained influence within mm-hmm. those organizations Yeah, and taking initiative is a part of that. Third one, the third one I got jotted. Do you have any more on that? No, we can talk about it forever, but the, let's keep uh, moving. I've got, I wanna, well, before, before I go to the last one, I got this jotted down. From a guy named Craig, who I learned a lot from over the years. You have too, Craig Groeschel. He's an yep. incredible leader. But he, he said this. He said, if you're willing to do what others won't do, you will earn influence others don't have. 
And I thought, man, there's there's so much truth to that. I'll, I'll read it again. If you're willing to do what others won't do, you will earn influence others don't have. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about, I mean, I talk about this with Gavin all the time. I'm sure you do with your kids as well. But there's got to be, I, I told Gavin this just the other day. We were talking about doing the little things here and there. And I said, I said, at your stage of the game, he's 15 years old and he's competing and doing all these things. I said, you've got to look for every single advantage you can take advantage of or opportunity that you can take advantage of to create separation between you and your competition. Yeah. Whatever that is. If it's picking up trash on the bus, Just if, do it. whatever yeah. it is, is, is you got to take initiative and do it. And whenever you do that and you're willing to do what others won't do, that's when in leadership, especially, and in life in general, you're going to, be able to begin to see the influence. You begin to have influence that others don't have because you're doing those little things. Yeah. But it takes initiative to do that. So yeah. the, last, the last one is this, is truth matters. And... Um, I've got here, if you're a yes man, you will lose credibility. Truth always trumps flattery. Um, the more successful you become, the more difficult it is to find people who will tell you the truth. Those who care enough to tell you the truth are incredibly valuable. And I feel like we have this within our organization. We all, we all talk pretty open and honestly, I mean, to my knowledge, we do, unless there's stuff you ain't telling me, Cody, that I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like we got a pretty, pretty wide open. So let's talk about it. <laughs> Since you opened the door. Well, we're, already, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But, but I think about, I think about how you, um, I, I feel like we have this even in our, we both volunteered our, our local church and we have a pretty large church. And I've talked with our, our leader there quite a bit. And he's like, man, I've got to be able to have these conversations with you because I don't have anybody else that'll talk to me like you will. Yeah. And we joke about it because I always joke with him. I'm like, look, man, I ain't looking for a job. I'm going to tell you what, what I see, yeah. what I feel. Um, it may be right, may not be right. I'm not saying it is. This is just what I see from my perspective and what I feel is the right move here or the right move there. And this is why. And uh, and it's amazing how when you, you open up, you know, those doors of truth in people's lives, how well respected it is. Even if they don't receive it well right there at the moment, in the moment, oh, yeah. in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Which I've had that happen on a few occasions too. And it's just like with your kid, they don't like the truth sometimes. Right. You know, it's like that movie, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> that's what, that's what you want to scream at your kids sometimes, yeah. you know, and even in business sometimes. Yeah. You want to scream that at people as well because you feel like they can't handle it, but yeah. they need it, you know. Yeah. They say they want it, but then when you tell them that, yeah, they, because truth will cause you to change if 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 you want to. And when we're talking about you know leading, we're talking about here leading when we're not the leader. Um, this is one way, and and I would say along with this, you know, truth matters because it does. I would say along with this that timing is really important. Yeah, I was just about to say when people when you've done these other things when you have the right motives and your leaders know it when you have taken initiative constantly. Yeah. Um, and, and your leaders see that when you've built that credibility, that trust, that if you come to your leader with a moment of truth, um, and I, I'm not advocating for you to go for people just, just to go unload go, on go, somebody. This is you know, all of the things gun. wrong with our company. Yeah, That's not what this is about. This yeah. is about trying to help the other people get better. Yeah. And when you've done those other things, uh, when you get to this place where there's a moment where there needs to be a truth conversation, like you said, it may not be received well, but it will be received because they know that your goal ultimately is to help the organization grow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When they feel that it, it goes a long way. I'll add to that. I, I just, when you were talking, I, I thought of something I learned years ago, you know, people, people, it's like in our culture, people just want to argue. And there's yeah. a lot of times people just are looking for ways to argue. 
and something somebody I can never forget it. I think it was I think it was Mark. You may have known Mark. Um, I, I don't know if it was for sure. I've heard so many different leaders in my life, but you remember Mark Jones? Yeah. I think it was him. I don't know. Mark, you may listen. He may even listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hello, Mark, if you're listening. I think he's down in Texas somewhere now, but um, I think it was him years ago, and this has been probably over 20 years ago. Um, he talked about communi- communicating truth like this, and, and he said, always communicate what you feel because nobody can argue with what you feel. Yeah. They may argue what you're saying here or there, but if you say it from a standpoint of this is what I feel like is happening, yeah, then and I and I've always remembered that because it's helped me in um, heated moments, whether it's with my kid or it's in business or it's counseling or whatever, to say you know what this is this is what I feel is happening. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong, I don't know, but this is what I feel from my perspective is happening. And it kind of lets the guard down a little bit. So so as opposed to say, this is what's happening and you need to change. Yeah. When you come in and say, this is what I feel like is happening, what do you think? Yeah. Do you see that or sense that? Yeah. It's just got a total different vibe to it. Absolutely. My wife and I, we don't do this all the time, but sometimes we call it the red dot. Yeah. We, um, We learned this at a marriage retreat we went to, but it's kind of that same process whenever it's, if you come at a conversation where leadership is needed, if it starts with you or you are, then it's automatic defense. And so we, st- we, we ask, where's your red dot? Meaning wh- what are you actually feeling in this conversation? And, yeah. and of course you, it may hurt a little bit, you know, yeah. how the person feels, but this is honest emotion that I am experiencing at the moment, you know? And yeah. so it helps the other person for us. It helps the other person know, this is maybe I need to change something a little bit or it right. kind of opens a door instead of it being a, an attack. It's, this is what I feel. And then it gives the other person an opportunity to process it. Yeah. You said it dead on when you said it doesn't feel like an attack. And I think so many times people go into whether it's a heated moment or controversy or whatever with wanting to say what they really thinks on their mind. Yeah. And you can do that, I believe, especially in business. If you're working for somebody and you're trying to lead up, um, you're obviously there because they value you right. already. They they believe you have some type of value. So the truth is they probably want your feedback mm-hmm. to a certain level. But how you communicate it is everything. Absolutely. I mean, it's for real. I mean, that's like marriage like counseling 101 yeah. or kids or whatever. Yeah. If my kid comes at me and says something in, in that attackful way, dad, you're a crappy dad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going to be like, okay, whatever. You don't have the right to tell me that. But if he comes to me and says, dad, um, I love you, man. And I'm really struggling with this. What if he says, I feel like you're being a really crappy dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, for me, like I would want to know that. And if it was communicated from that angle and that perspective and that tone, yeah, like, like tone. This is not an email conversation or not text conversation. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people handle controversy, even with their leaders. And this is a bad, bad, bad move. If you're trying through to email, lead, if you're trying to lead up, and you have a heated controversial topic, do not do it through email or text. <laughs> Never, because oh, no. everyone will read the negative side of that. hundred percent, and hear it totally wrong. Hundred you know? percent. So, so I always say, type the email. Don't hit send. Yeah. If you're needing to vent, go ahead and get your feelings out there on paper. Yeah. But or I wouldn't even do it in an email because you might accidentally bump send. And my wife uses uh, Apple Notes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> all a, the time. Yeah, and then just copy and paste it later. Yeah. But the truth is, because the next day, if you'll hold off, yeah. you're I always have, told people 
sleep on it. Yep. Because when you wake up, it, you might feel totally different. Yeah. You know, sleep on it. Yeah. But that's that's some. I mean, I feel like that's great advice for for trying to lead up when you're not the leader. Is when it comes to communicating the truth, and it could be potentially a heated conversation. Mm-hmm. It needs to be in person. Absolutely. Or at least over the phone. At yeah. least. Yeah. And, you need to be able to hear the tone. You need to be able to read. You know the the nonverbal communication. Yeah. You know all of those things matter, especially in controversial, tough conversations. Yeah. And so, email, text, Facebook message, DM on Instagram. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't nah, do it. Hit the gong on that. You're one. gone. <laughs> yeah, that's not the way to lead up. It's going to cause you problems in the long run. Mm-hmm. Well, man, this is some good, good, uh, good conversation for for sure. We've talked about motives and and how initiative matters, and then here, lastly, how truth matters. And I'm I'm sure there's a lot more that we could pull from this. Oh yeah, those are just three things that, that jump out to me immediately when I think about how we go about leading uh, when we're not the leader. And yeah. those are those are three ways that you can achieve achieve that. It doesn't happen, like I said earlier, it doesn't happen overnight for sure. It takes yeah. time. Um, but it can happen. You can, you know, process the rate a little faster Yeah, if you implement some of these things yeah. and do it the right way. I think one thing you've said uh, many times, and then I'll, I'll finish my part off with a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt that I think is huge is one thing that I've heard you say over and over and over about our team and about other teams and, you know, helping other people is if, if people would simply think of the other person then oh, yeah. it would push them way further, way faster, right? Yeah. And so I think it same goes with leadership. Everybody has value of some level to everybody in the organization. And, you know, all of the stuff we talked about is going to help people get there. But Eleanor Roosevelt, she said, a good leader inspires people to have confidence in the leader. A great leader inspires people to have confidence in themselves. And so if you're trying to lead the people under you, the people beside you, the people above you, the best thing you can do is try to help them have some some success. Oh yeah, and and, that's, and I would even say honor them in the process. Absolutely. When you can honor them, um, I would even say when in honoring honoring people from a public standpoint, it gives you influence privately. Oh yeah. When you're willing to do it. Oh yeah. On a public level. Like, yeah. Like we do this all the time, and we we obviously see this a lot in our church and organizations. But I see a lot of organizations that do not do this. Mm-hmm. They are not willing, whether they got too much pride or whatever. When when the reality is if they would do that, not only would performance go up mm-hmm. because people feel valued. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for me to take, Cody, you're doing an awesome job, man. It's a total another thing for me to post, man, I love working with this freaking team because these people are amazing. Right. It's totally different mm-hmm. because now you've opened up the can of everybody in the everybody world on the planet it. knows. Yeah. And, and what else it does is it causes people to want to be a part of your team. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's, I, I just now thought about it, but there's probably a reason about once a week somebody wants to go to work with us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it ain't happening because we yeah. can't afford nobody else hardly. <laughs> we can't keep, we probably need them because we can't keep up. But when you start seeing that, it is like a magnet of people wanting to be a part right. of a team like that. And it also creates separation with yourself, your business, um, when you're competing against other businesses or whatever, because that that team aspect is really a differentiating factor, I believe, from a lot of companies that are, there's some companies that are successful, obviously, that don't do that, but it doesn't mean their work environment is what they wished it could, what it really could be, right. you know? And yeah. and for me, work environment is everything. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've said it a million times that, that I want this to be a place that people would never want to leave because the work environment is so healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And whether we get there or not, I don't know. But that's our goal is what we're trying to get to. And um, I don't know. I think that goes a long way. I think it's I think it's important yeah. to, to consider all of these things. So leading up is possible. It can be done. You can have influence when you're not the the leader with the right title or right. whatever. You, know? you can always be a leader. You can be a leader. Any other thoughts, Cody the man? Cody the producer man? Um, I want to go fishing. <laughs> Where did that come from? My boys, man, they're all about fishing. And all, last night, we ate fish. And you were down to your last sack of fish, weren't you? I got one more. I want to go fishing, though. So. I think I'm about out. Well, Heath, let me lead up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put your boat on the back of your truck for you. <laughs> no, oh, no, for real. I've, en- I've enjoyed this conversation about leadership. It has been good. Well, man, we're going to get out of here. we got work to do. And hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Tour 12 podcast. Until next time, I am Jay Heath Graham alongside with my man, Cody Berry. No. Oh, producer man. Cody, Cody. the producer. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I didn't get it right. (laughs) All right. Until next time, peace out and God bless. Thank you so much for joining us for the leadership sessions of the Tour 12 podcast. Our goal is to help you live your passion in business, leadership, and life. And we would love to hear how these conversations are impacting you. If you want to share your story or give us feedback, Hit us up on Instagram or email us at feedback at tour12.com. As always, it would mean a lot to our team if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and invite your friends to join us in living their passion.